Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to the TAO Intentions podcast. Today's topic will be about passion versus passionate. Welcome back to the TAO Intentions podcast. Wanted to start off by thanking everyone for continuing to listen to the podcast episode or at least catching up on the episodes that you have missed in the two month break that I took from the podcast. I definitely needed a two month break just to plan content, uh, to reach out to the right people and to really just get back to why I started this podcast and this platform, The Ambitious Obsession. So during that two months time that I have been away, I have gone through a series of transition and I know that a lot of people that I was uh, speaking to, especially future guests on the podcast episode, were also going through transitions in their lives. And so, you know, we spoke about some of the transitions that they were going through, some of the transitions that I was going through. And honestly, the two month break was very much needed. I am so glad that I took it. And it just kind of brought me back to to the basics of, as I mentioned earlier, why I started the Ambitious Obsession. And so one of the reasons why I started the Ambitious Obsession was number one to showcase a lot of individuals within our community. Now, last season, I noticed that that's not really what I did. I focused last season on mental health, so life and wellness, and how people were struggling during the COVID pandemic and how it was truly affecting people's relationships, how it was affecting their mental state and how it was affecting their relationship with themselves. And so I wanted to focus the first season of the podcast episodes um, to just mental health and developing yourself and being better people and just kind of learning that what is happening to you is not a reflection of who you are as a person. And so, and also trying to remind people that, you know, whatever they're putting out there during this hard time is not really truly a reflection of who they are. And so taking that time to take a step back and to be one with yourself during isolation and focusing on the positives and the negatives working on those negatives not to be perfect but for self-development and for self-growth that i felt was really important to focus on during the first season of the podcast now that we're going into the second season i really wanted to showcase again exactly why i started this platform in the first place so Going forward, um, you will be meeting guests from the community. I live in Ottawa, Ontario, and so I have a lot of guests who are Ottawa citizens, and I do have a few other guests who live in the Ontario region, so that includes Toronto and all of that. And I'm hoping to branch out into the Montreal region. Thankfully, most people in Montreal or Quebec, for example, Uh, Quebec City some of them speak English so it would be good to connect with those people who are truly contributing to their community now I would love and I say this with love I would love to you know have an all French podcast um, in the near future 
but that's definitely something that I'm considering. As you will hear, you know, in future podcast episode going forward this season, um, you will understand why I'm not so much a big fan of the Frangé language. You know what I'm saying? So I am, I just communicate a lot better in, in English. And I do hope that, you know, in the next few years, uh, once I get back into learning French again, that I'll be able to have some some French um, speakers, um, French artists, French business owners do come on to the podcast and we will be able to communicate in their foreign language for those people who are French speakers. So that is something that's uh, in development for a bit later. But again, let's go back to this season. This episode is going to be focused on passion versus passionate. And I was contemplating the name. I actually came up with this concept for a, a, a podcast episode around March or was it February? I'm not really sure when I came up with this concept, but it's something that I've been thinking about for months. And so I wasn't even sure what I was going to name the podcast episode, but I decided to just kind of land on passion versus passionate. And so what kind of brought me to want to have this this conversation number one is the fact that majority of the guests that we're having this season on the podcast episode episodes going forward are individuals who have a passion for something they are passionate about what they are doing they live their life passionately and so i wanted to start the season off right and truly talking about passion and passionate now when we speak of passion when i looked up the definition of passion it just said that it is a strong and barely controllable emotion again that's very vague and then when i looked up the definition for passionate um, the definition was showing or caused by strong feelings or a strong belief so to add on to that, it's it's basically expressing, showing, emotional, uh, passionate language. So I started to try to dig a little bit deeper by looking up synonyms of passion. For example, you have you have affectionate, you have anger, you have dedication, devotion, excitement, feeling, fury, intensity, joy rage, resentment, sentimental, spirit, temper, and warmth. And so those are just the synonyms for passion. When I looked up passionate, all it said was loving, uh, romantic, just, you know, little feeling types of words like that. Now, when you are applying that to your life, that's something that I really wanted to dive a bit into. So the second part of why I really wanted to create this podcast episode is because when I first left college, I kind of understood or at least, you know, met people who were passionate about what they wanted to do. And some people, for example, either started their passion before going to college or there are other people that started their passion after college. Now, the one thing that connects all of these people is that whatever they were passionate about, they actually did it. They put their all into it. And even though they did not know all areas of, of this specific venture that they're going down, this journey, they still did it anyways. And they just kind of hope for the best. 
I also, you know, noticed that regardless if they failed or not, it did not stop them from trying again. And so that was my perception of people who are who are passionate, people who have passion within themselves. So I found, you know, later on in life, now that, you know, I'm speaking to people, especially through this platform or speaking to people who say that they're passionate, I find that a lot of people are saying they're passionate now. Like it's almost like it's an interview that they're doing with everyone. And this is a conversation that they're having with everyone. Yeah, I'm really passionate about this. I'm really passionate about that. And it's just something that just rolls off the tongue and it makes them sound super great. But when I look back at the past, the people who actually followed their passion, people who were actually passionate about things in their lives, I've never heard them say to me or anyone else that this is what they're passionate about. They just did it. And when they talked about it, it seemed to me that they were already showing how passionate they were without actually using the term, I'm passionate. So the more that these specific individuals started declaring how much passion they have in their life and how passionate they are about something that they're doing, and they're not really showing any action behind it, then I started to question what is passion? What is passionate? Now I'm, I'm looking back at the past and trying to differentiate the people who were, were doing what they said they were, they were going to do um, compared to the people who were, were always just saying, I'm passionate and I have multiple passions and this and that. So I'm going to share about two stories before we continue going further so you, that you can understand what I'm trying to say. So both the stories are people who claim to, to have passion. They are passionate about what they do. Um, I knew a girl back in the day. We are no longer friends at this moment because a lot of things that she she said she was about, she actually wasn't. And unfortunately, I am the type of person that like to associate myself with people who have integrity and they have a specific character. If you say you're going to do something, you do it. If you say you are about this life and you are this type of person, show it. If you say that you are a person of your word, prove it. Actually, be a person of your word. So I met this girl back in the day. She was going through a lot at the time when I met her. And um, she was a very nice girl. And I liked her as well. I think she was like 40, 41 years old. Um, and so, you know, we always hung out because she lived. She was my neighbor. She lived very close to me. And so she had a son. So she was telling me her inspiring story of how, you know, she got out of her bad marriage and this and this and that. And of course, I'm the type of person that when I hear people talking a lot of shit about their partner, it makes me question, what did you do? Because there's no way in hell that one person just did all those bad things. There is just no way. And you were just this innocent party and all of it. And so that's just something that my, my mother had you know, taught me. I think it was after college. I went on vacation and I came back from vacation and I was just telling her something that I had witnessed. And my mom all said to me, don't ever think that just because two people that are in a relationship, one is outward 
um, about their unhappiness and they're showing their resentment and their bitterness towards their partner. Don't ever think that just because one person is complaining openly and another person isn't complaining openly and they come off as they're super nice and they're they're really good people don't ever get it twisted they ended up together because they're both very similar it's just one of them express their affection and their feelings much more openly than the other it doesn't necessarily mean that one person's bad and the other person's good just because that person keeps their mouth shut it means that they're both contributing to this toxic environment and only one person is making it obvious that something isn't working. And so after I learned that lesson from my mother, I then started to apply it to many situations. So that includes workplace, that includes you know other relationship or everything. So when someone comes to me with a story, if you cannot admit your part in the destruction of the relationship, I won't take you seriously. So after she basically expressed everything that her partner had done and and whatnot, you know, she started on this journey of finding herself and finding her passion. I found that she was one of those people that just seemed to be passionate about everything. So one moment she was a cook, she was a passionate about food and cooking all these food and you know creating all these healthy ways then she was super passionate about activities and working out and you know building an amazing body and then she was you know afterwards passionate about love and wanting to find love and all of that stuff and she would tell me all of her hopes and her dreams but at the end of the day yes she was doing them within that moment but she kind of fell off very quickly she went from designing these beautiful lunches just so she can show it off um, to just stop doing it when she wasn't getting the desired attention that she wanted from it then she started working out and she got that hot revenge body back um, just so she can show off to her ex look how happy and great i was and she she got that attention at the time and so she was now not really caring about it so much but she still maintained a good figure because she liked the way it feels to have guys come up to her and sell her that she's hot. Now she wanted to take her food to the next level. She wanted to, you know, go and do certain programs in Toronto and she wanted to, you know, compete in certain shows on TV and show how much of a great chef she was. She even went from, you know, working a, a basic job because keep in mind, she comes from a relationship where she was a stay-at-home mother and you know, she had to work her way up and she finally, you know, started cooking for the government. Um, and after she did that, just out of nowhere, she just dropped life. All of a sudden, she wanted to get the hell out of Ottawa. So then she just packed up everything, quit her job again, very passionately. And she's like, I just want to get out of the city. And I said, okay, what's the problem? So she said, oh, well, you know, my ex-husband is now going to get remarried. And I said, you want to pack up your son and just move across the country without any thought to it whatsoever? Just like that, just because you're unhappy that your ex moved on before you? And so all of those dreams that she had for herself just went completely out the window. She did the whole trip to go all the way to BC, Kelowna. That didn't work out because it turns out her best friend out there lied to her and told her that there's so many jobs in Kelowna, BC, you're going to make lots of money and it's a great place to live and, 
you know, money's not an issue out here. Keep in mind, her best friend married a rich man and she's a stay-at-home mom and he makes a shit ton of money and she lives in a mansion, basically. So she want for nothing. She doesn't actually know how hard it is to live out there because she's never had to actually get a job. So she moved all the way out there to be close to her rich best friend and she was in poverty. She found herself working three different jobs at three different fast food restaurants. She was hardly ever home for her son. And her best friend, you know, only called her up whenever she wanted to complain about how, you know, her husband's never home and she's by herself dealing with everything. And, and so completely forgot that, you know, her best friend has moved, left a government job in Ottawa, a comfortable situation, friends around her, family members, you know, coming to visit her. And she, she had a, uprooted her son pulled him out of his school with his new friends to drag him all the way to BC Kelowna because she wanted to to not see her her ex-husband again you're still going to see him because he still needs to see his son but I guess in her mind now it's going to be harder for him to come around and I thought that was just weird the mood swings the one moment I'm this next moment I'm doing that and I'm so passionate about all of these things. I was like, this is the most confusing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So I remember just asking her one day, what is passion to you? And she said, well, Orchid, you have to understand that passion is, is not just one thing. You can be passionate about multiple things. And I thought to myself, okay, all right, I'm just so used to people who are passionate about one thing, just focusing all that they have in that one thing and getting it done. And they're not easily distracted by what's happening. And, you know, I don't recall any of them allowing a breakup or anything to stop them from accomplishing their goals. So I was very confused about this newfound definition of passion which is that it's multiple things you can be passionate about everything you can be passionate about a tree you can be passionate about dirt we're passionate we're passionate people we are passionate about a table and a chair wow so i was just blown away and I said, all right, well, maybe I just need to look at it from a different perspective. Maybe I need to understand that there's a lot of people out there with multiple passions and they do everything all at once and they jump from one thing to another thing to another thing to another thing to another thing. Maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe I just don't, I'm just limited in my experience uh, with passionate people. So um, when it came down to, she she ended up moving back to Stratford with her family because at this point she's broke. She's, you know, at home crying because, again, she made this decision based on emotional emotions alone. That's it. Just because she was mad that her ex-husband was now going to be remarried, she decided that, you know, let me abandon everything, haul my son across the country, and I will find happiness out there without him or anyone around me. So her family member had to go all the way to BC, Kelowna, pick her up and bring her back to Stratford because it's not like she can come back to Ottawa. She's already embarrassed herself by telling everyone that she's moving on to bigger and better things. Turns out it wasn't that bigger or better. So she started her life in Stratford. And, you know, her ex-husband, of course, was very angry because now he has to go above and beyond um, to see his own son. And 
he's angry. So while she's out there, she she got herself together. She got back into to food again and started doing it. But again, what I understood from that is the the amount of attention she can get from what she's doing is what really fuels her. So of course, everyone at work was like, "Oh my God, your lunch is beautiful," and you know she'll go work out to try to encourage the women who are married and don't really want to do anything in the community to join her and again you know for that attention and eventually certain people just kind of got over it and she wasn't getting as much attention as she she used to so she kind of just ended up being isolated by herself again and so she had the opportunity now to go to Toronto to sign up for this this program or this show where she can compete with other cooks and she found every excuse in the book to not do it and I thought to myself I thought she said she was passionate like she's this is her passion so again I'm back to being confused so that that's a one of the stories that I wanted to share and the second story that I wanted to share just kind of happened you know the end of last year I met this girl who said she was extremely passionate about something that she was doing. And every time we spoke, you know, she she was always talking about it. But what I noticed after a while is that she was passionate about other people's work, not necessarily what she was doing. She found every excuse to criticize every single thing that she did. She did not think it was good enough because it did not look like it was in the magazines. It, you know, she'll go on celebrities' um, pages and check out what their photographer is doing for them. And she just, she was like, oh, I need to look just like that. And, um, and then while I was, you know, listening to her talk about how passionate she was about doing this specific thing it sounded to me after a while she was just passionate about what other people are doing she wasn't passionate about what she was doing she wasn't passionate about the quality that she produced like everything was wrong with it and so she never really did very much and when she did do something and post it up she always found a way to take it down it wasn't good enough this and that and so it just became a standstill so now I'm confused again. I thought this was a passion. Um, then, you know, time passed. And I remember speaking to this person again. And I said, you know, how, how is it going with this, this thing that you're passionate about? And she just flat out said, well, I decided that I want to do something else. And in my mind, I'm like, I just spoke to you a month ago. Like, when did your, your whole passionate for this just change just out of nowhere? What is going on? And now she wants to do something else. And I said, okay, this is confusing. I've never really been in a situation like this where, you know, people just one moment are completely passionate about one thing and the next moment not passionate about it in, in, in another, you know, book. And so I started trying to figure out on a deeper level what this was about. And I said, oh, you know, what, what did you study in school? They told me what they studied in school. And I said, oh, you finished it, right? And they go, oh, no, I haven't finished it. I'm like, all right, now I'm understanding a little bit better. Even if this person is passionate about something, because they never finish what they start, it doesn't matter what passion they're involved in, they will never finish it. They will always jump on to something new and say that they're passionate about that, but they'll never finish it. They'll never accomplish that level 
of success within what they're doing. They will always make excuses. I don't know this. I don't know that. I just don't feel a certain way about it anymore. And so that kind of brings me back to a conversation that, you know, I had with an uncle of mine. And I remembered saying to him, like, I'm, I'm at this point in, in my life, I'm very confused about what passion or, or passionate really truly means. So I said, you know what, I'd like to hear your, your definition of them both. He had said that passion is having a, a strong feeling towards something. It has a time frame. They might not have passion in a few months. They, they could be passionate or feel passion towards something for a year, but it has a time frame. It's not supposed to go any further than that. And then they move on to something else and they feel passion for that. When he gave me that example, I started to think about all those people who, you know, claim to be so in love with their partners. And then after they say that six months down the line, they're no longer in a relationship anymore. And there are a lot of factors that could have contributed to the love being gone. But that is something that I thought of when he mentioned the time frame. So then I said, all right, so what is the difference between someone who just has passion or someone that is passionate? Um, So he basically said, you know, passion speaks to the individual person that is described as a passionate person it is a strong emotion they can become passionate in many areas project relationship they tend to give too much of themselves and then they become defeated or destroyed because they give too much so once he broke that down a little bit i started to go okay i see myself as a passionate person but i'm not necessarily all over the place with my passion when i'm passionate about something i do want to complete it but looking back into my past i did start something that i was passionate about the passion for that has not left i just realized that i needed to take a a step back and really kind of figure out why i started it where i want it to go how i want it to develop sometimes people forget their vision and when you forget your vision or you put yourself in a position where you are then doing something based on what other people are doing you tend to lose that passion for it and a lot of people do this all the time i have met people who have chased a career because their family members, for example, thought it was, you know, it would be amazing to have their sons or daughter become doctors or lawyers. And so the child could not truly develop their own dreams because they were too busy trying to live their parents' dream or their cousin's dream or their friend's dream. And so... They will dedicate years of their lives pursuing this and then once they become a doctor or a lawyer or an artist or whatever they want to be just because someone told them how cool it was, someone that they looked up to, someone who inspired them, after they get into all of that and become jaded and, and you know, might even become super successful from it and they look back and they're just, they're just like, this is not really what I want to do. Then they start questioning, what is it that I want to do? Who am I? And so that does happen when you start to live a life for someone else. 
and you have the person told you this is what you were passionate about they were happy to see that you were happy about this newfound passion but it really didn't please you it pleased them they were able to go around and have use it for bragging rights telling their friends and family oh my daughter and my son is a doctor you know they're doing this with their lives this is so amazing you know some children grow up and say you know what i want to be an artist and you have the parents saying, well, that's not going to make you any money. You need to get get a career. You need to be a, a liberal worker in this world. You need to find a profession that makes you look good. Again, all about classism. And so they have this bragging rights. And now you don't want to disappoint these people that you look up to by telling them this is not really what you want to do. So you have to follow through and you have to convince yourself that this is your dream. This is what you want to do. But eventually you're going to hit a wall. And when you hit that wall, you're going to start questioning why you did anything in the first place. Why did you do this in the first place? Are you happy? Then you start to self-sabotage everything that you worked hard at because it's not something you wanted to do. You were never passionate about it. All those years of talking yourself into loving something, eventually it crumbles. You fell in love with the idea of the look of it. You in, you fell in love with the 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 power it gave you socially, the type of people you were connected to because of that position that you chose or that direction that you went down um, because people convinced you that you need to be in a position of power in this world to be happy. You don't want to be a prey. You don't want to be a prey. So go after all of these things. Work your ass off. Tell yourself that this is what you want to do every single day and convince yourself that this is what you're passionate about and you will be happy. You will never struggle again. Yeah, it's a lot to think about. It is a lot of people in this world who are chasing something that isn't for themselves. And when you corrupt your own vision by looking at what other people are doing, and focusing on what other people are doing and trying to incorporate what other people are doing into your own lifestyle and what you need to do, guess what? You lose yourself. And that happened to me. I I knew what I wanted to do, but then after connecting with different people, you know, they were telling me that I was wrong and that my direction wasn't very good. And guess what? The more I tried to follow their direction with my passion, the more I fell off. So I had to take a step way back. I had to stop everything. I realized it wasn't working for me. It is not my personality. This is not the direction that I wanted to go down. And then I had to be like, listen, I need to go back to the basics. Why did I start this? What did I fell in love about it? And a lot of people need to do that and constantly remind themselves every single day why they're passionate about something. And so after that, I put that passion aside but I know that there will come an opportunity where I'll get to use that skill set towards something that I want to do. So it's still there and I'm not giving up on it, but I definitely need to position myself and put myself in situations where I will be able to accomplish more with that passion than less. I'm tired of trying to please people. I am tired of saying, look, this is the direction that I want to go down because everybody else is doing it and I want to be more like them. No, being authentically yourself is what makes you successful. And it took me a while to get back to that, to realizing that just plan and do what you want to do. 
if the moment is not right now, that opportunity will come along. So while you're waiting for the opportunity to come along or waiting for something that you are currently work working on to open a door that would allow you to be a bit more creative and be free to do whatever you want to do and hopefully a lot of people will love it with you then take the time take the time so now i started to just kind of research what are the characteristics of a passionate person and so i wanted to kind of go over it today and hopefully some of you will connect to certain things and some of you will not there are certain things that you know i disagree with when it comes to the characteristics and i'll go over why i disagree with that so characteristics of a passionate person first the first um the first thing is that they are obsessed they're not obsessed in a negative way it's not a bad thing it's it's a positive healthy obsession their thoughts will keep returning to their passion is what i mean so for example when i go for a walk and i feel stuck and sometimes going for that walk or that hike or that bike ride um, just kind of helps to free my mind makes my mind feel like it's opening again and certain thoughts and certain creativity will then start to flow through I could be talking to somebody about something else and mid-conversation, my mind will automatically return back to that thing that I'm passionate about. They are inspired and excited about what they're passionate about. When I'm talking to somebody, especially about this podcast or this platform and where I want it to go and what I want it to do, I could talk for hours. I just, I light up and the people can see that I'm crazy passionate about what i'm doing right now and so that is that level of obsession it's not a negative thing it's a very positive thing second characteristics they don't waste time and i feel the exact same way i don't waste time i don't have time to participate in gossips or conversations that don't necessarily educate me or contribute to a conversation and I realized that as well like there's certain people that I would meet that want to talk about makeup and their eyelashes and they want to talk about boys and going on dates and I mean it's cute and all for a good few minutes but after that you know I just want to move on I I want to talk about something meaningful what have you learned going on these dates um, you know, what's so what's so meaningful about your eyelashes and your makeup that you spent $500 on, you know, at Sephora. So if, if you're not contributing to a, a deep conversation, then I'm easily bored because I'm not learning anything. I like to talk to people where I'm learning something. So I don't waste time. I'd rather go home and, and work on what I need to work on, something that makes me very happy. So passionate people they devote every minute available to their passion it's not considered a bother a burden or a sacrifice and so that is what i mean by they don't waste time they're they're not going to do frivolous things so a third point is that they're optimistic they are focused on what could not what is it sounds ideal but the most innovative people in the world invent things that could be they are always chasing their next goal and they genuinely believe they can achieve it and that's that optimism 
someone can come into their lives and say, you know what, you're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to accomplish this. And their purpose is to come into your life and to tell you that you're not going to accomplish this. Their, their job is to put fear and doubt into what you want to do and what you feel that you can do so that you can abandon it. That is their purpose. But you can have 10 people say, you know what, you're just not going to succeed. You're not going to follow through. And optimistic people are just like, thank you for sharing that. But you know what? Let me try. Let me show you that I can do it. And when I do do it, I want you to eat your words. And those are optimistic people. And passionate people love to prove other people wrong. So that's another point. This is a point um, that I disagreed with. I said passionate people are early risers. Look, I love sleep. I am very passionate about sleep. I could have a million things on my plate to get done the next day and I will find every excuse to get every bit of rest first and then everybody else has to wait because sleep is very important to me. I love sleep. I love sleep like like fat boy loves cake. That's how much I love sleep. If I don't have a reason to wake up early in the morning, let me tell you, your text messages and your phone calls is not going to get me out of bed. I love sleep, love sleep. I can be a passionate person about everything. I can be passionate about cleaning. I can be passionate about working out, exercising. But when it comes to sleep, I'm taking it. It's, it's, uh, it's very important to me. So there are certain people out there who are not passionate and they're not ambitious and they still wake up early every morning, not by choice. It's just their clock, you know, and they just wake up, they have their coffee or their tea and, you know, they might go outside for a breather and then they would, you know, go up and go to work, even though they hate their jobs, they'll still be there early and on time, sometimes way earlier than they're supposed to be. But it's because they're just early risers. It's not about being a passionate person that you're an early riser. So yeah, I disagree with that. The next point is that they are willing to take big risk. They will risk it all to accomplish their dreams. Now, I disagree and agree with this statement. Yes, you're putting your all when it comes to your energy, um, your thoughts, your, your day. You're even, you know, sacrificing your social life um, to, to accomplish your dream. But there are certain things that I feel that a lot of people won't do, which is financial. You're not going to stop surviving just so you can accomplish your dreams. You got bills to pay. You need to put a roof over your head. Yes, you might need a car to get from point A to point B. All of that requires payments. Your insurance still requires their money. And so I don't think that people are going to give up all of that just to accomplish their dreams. And so that's the reason why I feel that that statement, I agree with it and I disagree with it just for that factor. As much as I am passionate about what I do, especially being on this podcast, I still need to put a roof over my head. I still need to pay electricity. I still need a job to survive just so I can continue to do this. And so that is the only part of it that I disagree with. Now, the next point, they only have one speed. Yes, it's very true. They don't do anything half-hearted. Very true. 
if I'm going to dedicate myself to something, then you are 100% right that my heart is completely in it. I could be in a relationship with somebody else. I could have lots of friends and, you know, want to prioritize my time with all of them. But the one thing my friends or my significant other needs to understand is if I have something that I need to get done, I'm going to get it done. You're going to watch me work, 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 work. And your job is to be supportive because I only have one speed when I have something to do. We could be sitting at the dinner table having a conversation and out of nowhere you could say something that will give me an idea and I will stop eating to pull up a piece of paper and write it down and go, oh my God, this is a great direction. And then all of a sudden our entire dinner is going to turn into me talking about what you just said and how that triggered or inspired something within me. And I thought this would be a great direction for this segment or this podcast episode based on what you just said. You, you see what I'm saying? So yeah, it's one speed. There is no stopping. So the next point is they talk about their passion all the time. I am very guilty of this, so I 100% agree with it. Some people would think that a passionate person is bragging or they're bragging too much. And I have met people like that where they're like, Orchid, you know, I'm really sick and tired of hearing about what you're doing. I'm really sick and tired of of listening to you talk constantly about this. What a lot of people don't realize is that passionate people are not separated from what they are it's not you you don't get to pick and choose which part of a person you get to experience their passion their whatever they're passionate about is who they are they can't be real with you if they can't share who they are so sometimes they're going to talk a lot about what they're passionate about. And yes, it's going to suck for you because you're going to see them light up when they talk about their their conversations. And when it comes to you and you're talking about something that's important to you, they're not really lighting up because they're listening. And so a lot of people don't realize that it is one in the same. It is their authentic self. Being passionate, showing their passion is who they are. And so a lot of people just just don't really understand that. And so they see it as a person is just bragging or they're taking on too much. It's not that they're taking on too much. It's just that their brain's on fire and all they can think about is all the different directions that they can take whatever they're doing passionately. And so that's really what I wanted to say about that point. So the last point is that they're all about their work. And I think I I brought that up when I was talking to you guys about they only have one speed. People talk about life-work balance. But sometimes with passionate people, there is no such thing. Their work is who they are. It's not a good thing to not have balance in your life. But sometimes passionate people tend to forget that they need to have that balance in their lives. I am completely guilty of work, 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 and no fun. And honestly, it's what's burnt me out a lot of the time. I needed to find a way to work, work on my my side project, and also make time for some fun, something to laugh about, something that gets my blood pumping and my heart racing. And so I'm still struggling with that. In the past, I would be a work hard, play hard type of girl. So I'd be working, you know, close to 60 hours a week at a a specific job. And then when the weekend comes or when I have my time off, I'm out to parties, I'm at the lounge, I'm at the bar, I'm chilling, I'm doing whatever I need to do. So, you know, that includes traveling. 
leaving the country sometime just to to get away and to be in a different environment and learning from that environment and having that environment now inspire me and allowing me to learn new things and I can take that whatever I learned on that vacation back with me here in Canada and apply it to whatever I'm doing and so that is a balanced lifestyle and so we do have a problem because we we are all about working all the time and we struggle with that and sometimes we're lucky enough to find a partner who's able to go stop working we're just going to focus on dinner today or we are going to go do this activity we're going to eat out we need those types of people to keep us on track and get off guess get us off of the work 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 mentality And it's great when we find those people in friends, in relationships, in family members. It's just wonderful. I hope that this podcast episode allows you the time to think about what you are passionate about and what kind of passions you have and just allowing you to to explore that area. And two of the stories that I mentioned earlier, you know, neither of them are actually doing what they say that they're passionate about. They are still stuck in their situation. They're still not sure where they're going. If you, you know, have that conversation with them, they feel pressure. They get a little bit emotional. They start to have anxiety attack. And so, you know, it just makes me believe that these people were not truly passionate about what they were doing at all. Even though they're trying to convince me that they are passionate, passionate's about action you're actually doing it. If there's something you don't know, go out there and get educated. Go out there and learn. Make it a priority that you are learning how to make your passion a reality. Don't make excuses. And so I just hope that you guys learned something from this. I hope that you guys can take it wherever you're going. Being passionate doesn't mean you're a loud person. It just means that you are focused. It means that you don't have time for anything that's not contributing to what's going to benefit you in the first place. Being passionate means that you are working towards thriving and not surviving. It's these little things that you need to think about. Now, if you are passionate about something, stop making the excuse. Just do it. Just start. Stop waiting for validation. Just start. And when you start it, you start to learn. If you find that you're, you're lost and you don't know what to do and you can't break down this barrier, put yourself in situations that are uncomfortable and do it and learn. Being passionate does not mean that you just go around telling people, I'm passionate about something. I have a passion for this and just not follow through. Just don't do it to yourself. Thank you everyone for listening to today's podcast episode visit our social media pages for updates on our future guests and our guest on the youtube channel our social media pages are facebook at the ambitious obsession instagram and twitter at the ambitious obs you can find our tao intentions podcast on apple google and spotify follow and share your favorite podcast episode with your friends and family and i hope you have a splendid day